Grace and peace to you this Easter morning. Friends, we gather in the darkness today. We gather wherever you are, and I welcome you to the Presbyterian Church of Western Springs. I wish that you were standing out here with me on this crisp, beautiful morning, but I know that you are at home, and I hope that you are with those you love or you are connecting with those you love over Facebook Live. There is a comment section we encourage you to chat with one another, offer Easter greetings to one another this day. This morning we start in the darkness, as I said. We gather in the darkness recognizing that on this most holy morning, the morning we recognize that Christ had died and then overcame death, this most holy morning when our Savior Jesus Christ passed from death into life, we gather with the church throughout this world, honoring this ancient tradition of the Easter Vigil. We come in vigil and we come in prayer. And we come with one another expecting to encounter Christ this day. Through light, light that will come, and through the word of God, friends, we will celebrate this Easter day. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The life of Christ is the light of all people. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness does not overcome it. Eternal God, in Jesus Christ, you have given the light of life to all the world. Bless this new fire and kindle in us the desire to shine with the brightness of Christ's rising until we feast at the banquet of eternal life through the Son of Righteousness, Jesus Christ our Lord. Christ is risen. Christ is risen. Christ is risen indeed. Christ is risen. Christ is risen. Christ is risen indeed. Christ is risen. Christ is risen. Friends, Christ is risen indeed. Alleluia.
From this new fire, we light the Christ candle. Later today, I will take this light into the sanctuary during our 9.30 service. And this will be our light of Christ that will unite us with Christians throughout the world as we celebrate the new life, the new life in the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. The light of Christ rises again this Easter day. Friends, this is the good news, the good news that we celebrate. Alleluia. Amen. So what is the Great Vigil of Easter? The Great Vigil of Easter is one of the most ancient practices of the church from the earliest days. We relive in this moment that early morning when the disciples went to the tomb. They went expecting to find a dead body, a body that they could cling on to, that they could hold on to, a body of their friend, of the one they had followed, the one they had followed and left everything to follow, but also the one who saw in them value that the rest of the world didn't see, the one who said to them, come and follow me, come and follow me. I will make you fishers of people. And so they went that morning empty. We can't imagine what it was like, but I like to try. I like to try to imagine what it was like for them that day. When they get there, when they get to the empty tomb on that cold, crisp morning, they're greeted instead by an angel. By an angel and an empty tomb. Their lives are changed forever. And on this Easter vigil morning, We don't just look at the resurrection. We go back. We go back because the God of the resurrection was stirring in the waters at creation. The God of the resurrection made a covenant with Noah after the great flood that God would protect God's people. The God of the resurrection The God of the resurrection was the one who said to Abraham, when he asked Abraham to follow him, and Abraham did what he asked, and God said, I will make you a blessing to the world. You are blessed to be a blessing. This is the God of the resurrection, the God we celebrate on this Easter day, the God who delivered God's people out of Egypt, parting the waters so that they could walk on dry land. This is the God of resurrection. This is the God we celebrate on this day. The God who took Jonah, who took Jonah, who wasn't even trying to follow him. In fact, Jonah was running from God. And the God of resurrection took Jonah, 
tossed out of a boat and into the water to die and put him in the belly of a fish. The belly of a fish doesn't feel like a resurrection, but when the belly of the fish puts you where you need to be, it's a resurrection. Because Jonah was rescued, and then Jonah went out. Jonah went out, and he brought the people of Nineveh back to God. That's resurrection. Return. Return to God. And so throughout the Old Testament, over and over again, we hear these words of deliverance. In Ezekiel, the vision of the valley of dry bones. This is literal resurrection. The the dry bones had flesh come upon them, and the ruach, the breath of God, put into them, and they rose up. This is the God of Easter. This is the God we celebrate today. The fire reminds me of the fiery furnace of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Do you remember this story? They're three faithful men, three faithful friends, and they refuse to bow to another God. They stay faithful to God even when faced with a furnace and death. And when the fires go down in that furnace that was, that was heated up ten times what it was supposed to be, the fires go down, and there they are, praising God. Friends, that's the resurrection God of Easter morning. The resurrection God who resurrects our lives, who resurrects our stories, who speaks into where we are today, wherever we may be. The God who brings new life, new light into our world. Into a world that needs resurrection. That needs new life. That needs new joy. That needs celebration. We may feel like we are in the belly of the whale or we are in a hot furnace or we are on that ark of Noah or we are being pursued by Pharaoh's army. but we are resurrection people. And just as God through time has brought God's people through, through it all, we are assured that there is nothing that can separate us from God Almighty. There is nothing that can separate us. This is the good news of Easter. The good news of an empty cross the good news of new light. The prophet Zephaniah praises God for God's faithfulness, and and this is what he writes. It's a message for us today. The Lord your God is in your midst, a warrior who gives victory, He will rejoice over you with gladness. He will renew you in his love. He will exult over you with loud singing as on a day of festival. I will remove disaster from you so that you will not bear reproach for it. 
I will deal with all your oppressors at that time. And I will save the lame and gather the outcast. And I will change their shame into praise and renown in all the earth. At that time I will bring you home, at the time when I gather you, for I will make you renowned and praised among all the peoples of the earth, when I restore your fortunes before your eyes, says the Lord. This is the good news. The good news that Isaiah was preaching to God's people when Isaiah says, Ho, everyone who thirsts, Come to the waters, and you that have no money, come, buy and eat. Come, buy wine and milk without money and without price. This is resurrection. This is resurrection, and it is the story of the cross, and it is the story of Jesus Christ. Friends, alleluia. Christ is risen. Christ is risen indeed. In Paul's letter to the Romans, chapter 6, verses 3 through 11, listen for the word of God. Do you not know that all of us who have been baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? Therefore, we have been buried with him by baptism into death, so that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, so we too might walk in newness of life. For if we have been united with him in a death like his, we will certainly be united with him in a resurrection like his. We know that our old self was crucified with him so that the body of sin might be destroyed and we might no longer be enslaved to sin. For whoever has died is freed from sin. But if we have died with Christ, we believe that we will also live with him. We know that Christ, being raised from the dead, will never die again. Death no longer has dominion over him. The death he died, he died to sin once for all. But the life he lives, he lives to God. So you also must consider yourselves dead to sin and alive to God in Christ Jesus. Dead to sin and alive to God in Christ Jesus. You see, the good news, the good news of God, the good news of resurrection that started over those tumultuous waters of creation when God breathed new life into the world that resurrection act continues in our lives today. It continues in our baptism and it continues all the way to our death. It is fitting that we're outside at church. I wish I could take you now to the other side of the church, to our memorial garden. But those of you familiar with our community know that space well. And on this side, we are standing in our labyrinth, a labyrinth that, that is a symbol of our journey of life, a labyrinth that was, um, that was dreamed up by a dear saint, Carol Staub, who left us this year. And it, it's also fitting that this year, when we recognize the, the death of our dear sister, Evie Meyer, who, um, who died since last Easter, but was 
um, one of the charter members of this church. New life continues. Even, even after those we love are gone, they receive new life in Christ, and we as a church family celebrate their lives right here. And on this Easter morning, on this Easter morning, I encourage each of you to consider those you love who are no longer with you, those who are with God, give thanks for their lives, but also those who are with you. And I don't just mean right there in the room with you, but those you love. I encourage you to reach out to them, and I know you will today, but reach out to them and share that love that you have for them. That is part of our living into the resurrection. You see, God gave us this gift of people on the journey. I talk about this a lot because I think it's one of the most important aspects of our lives as Christians. We're not called to go it alone. It's part of why social distancing feels so foreign to many of us. We're called to be on the journey with others. On the night, or on the, on the morning, on the morning that Jesus was resurrected, two of his followers were walking on a road. And you may recall this story, it's told many times. They're on this road, and the road is taking them away, away from where they're supposed to be. They're walking away. They're done. They're done. Their tank was empty. They went all in on a hand that was a bust. And they're walking away, and they encounter a man on the road. And they encounter this man who doesn't seem to have a clue about what's gone on. And he asks them, what are, you, what are you talking about? Where are you going? And they tell their story. They tell the story of where they've been, of who they've been following. They tell the story of Christ. And, and actually, they tell the story going all the way back to those stories that I just told you, the stories of the prophets, the stories of God's resurrection acts, the stories of deliverance. And they tell their story, walking with one another. And when they reach the end of their way, they ask this stranger to stay with them and share a meal. So they gather to share a meal, and the stranger takes the bread, and he breaks it. And he says those words, this is my body which was broken for you. And it's in that moment after they had shared their story and shared their journey, it's in that moment that the resurrected Christ is revealed to them. Companions on the journey. You've been given these companions for a reason. Eternal giver of life and light, this holy morning shines with the radiance of the risen Christ. 
Renew your church with the spirit that was given to us in baptism, that we may worship you in sincerity and truth and shine as a light in the world. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who is alive and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Our service has come to a close this morning, but Easter has just begun. Easter has just begun, and we are Easter people who will live into the Easter of today, not knowing what tomorrow brings, but knowing, but knowing that the God of resurrection has been resurrecting, has been resurrecting since the beginning. And so we continue our worship. I invite you to join us again at 930 for our worship service with our whole community. But I also invite you to take a moment of peace this morning. Maybe the house is still quiet. People are still asleep. Take a moment before God and give thanks to Almighty God for God's resurrecting power. Alleluia. Christ is risen. Friends, the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Alleluia. Go in peace to serve the Lord in the power of his resurrection. Amen. Christ is risen. Christ is risen. Christ is risen. Alleluia. Alleluia. Christ is risen.